0: Hello, my dudes. My name is Tiffany. Welcome back to my series, Internet Analysis, where I like to research and discuss any topics relevant to social media or the internet or anything. Today's video topic...
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling
2: For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Vic
0: was highly requested, especially on my last video. I got quite a few comments of people asking me to do a video on the Dote situation in case you don't know i will of course fill you in let's jump right in so dote as i understand it is a shopping app and i guess you can buy clothes from multiple stores in one cart and there are also some like social features follow your favorite creators find where their outfits are from but dote is most well known probably for their trips
3: they send so many people on trips like they send people to like fiji they send people to Here, they send people to here and here and here, and they're like, okay, here's a bunch of girls, you guys could stay together, have fun, like take pictures, like here's your own photographer.
0: These trips are all expense paid, and basically, from what girls have said, your job is to just go there, take as many pictures as possible, post pictures, post vlogs and videos, and ultimately promote the app. So, to me, the rise of D.O.T.E. happened just around the same time as the rise of what I will call the Emma Chamberlain group, but I know that they're not all friends anymore, whatever. Especially in the past year or so, we have seen an explosion of these, like, quirky teen vloggers, and I think Emma Chamberlain was a big part of that, still is, but along with her, there are dozens of girls who are creating the same kind of content with the same kind of high-energy, fun, relatable editing style. But also if you notice kind of this group of girls, you may notice they're quite white and thin, very conventionally pretty, and they are popular. And from what I've seen, this group of girls basically ended up being the Dote Girls main group. These trips came to signify a lot of things for creators and for the audience. For creators to be able to be a part of this trip is like almost like being a Victoria's Secret angel, but on YouTube and in social media. And instead of being a fashion model, you just are a model on the beach. But seriously, it provides amazing opportunities to go on these super beautiful trips, to gain followings, to make new friends, So yeah, so pretty much starting like last summer-ish, we've seen quite a few dote trips, usually in kind of tropical locations. They've done dote the last two years. And almost every time we've still had this same main group go to almost every big fun trip. And then you get a couple of new people thrown in there. And notably, you get a couple of girls of color thrown in there. So
3: looking at this, I was like, oh, this is cool. This is fun. I noticed something. (laughs) I don't know if it's just me, but it looks really white. And I was like, okay, (laughs) nobody's talking about this. I guess it's not like a big deal. I made the video that has now 265K views. and I posted it May 3rd, 2018, a year and three days ago. Like, I was on this shit, and this video did not blow up until like four months after I posted it. So that just goes to show you that people didn't notice at first, or I guess they just didn't want to notice, you
0: know? So initially, I think a lot of people did notice how white these groups were mostly, these trip groups, but I don't think a lot of people had big problems with it until very recently, because we finally have started to hear from girls of color who have gone on these dope trips, and expressed how they felt. But then came this last Coachella, Dote-chella, and claims of segregated housing. I'm pretty sure It's Keisha was the first channel to really make a video about this exact topic. She included clips from Danielle's vlog at Coachella in the Dote house.
4: I saw a lack of diversity, within the photos, within the group, within the brand itself. I was nearly gonna cry when I watched her video. So I watched Daniela Perkins' video, and she was crying.
1: I feel like so awkward and, and like, I don't like Coachella at all. I literally hate it so much. I don't wanna be here, I,
3: I just felt different, and at the moment, it wasn't like different in a good way. When she said different, it literally hurt my heart. Like I was like, heart
4: sunk. Different in terms of an outcast. Everyone else in the trip was white. Nothing wrong with, but like, come on, mix that ish up, like, spice it up a little bit. Verena was there, Kiana was there, Diamond, and Eris. So, those four girls were in a room by themselves, and it didn't even look like a room. I just
3: met Eris, she's literally the sweetest Aww. ever. Hey, so this is like our room where we're staying. I don't know who's staying right there, but that's my bed, that's Eris, and then there's Danielle,
4: and the beds just look so Oh my god, I'm not even gonna talk about it. I'm gonna try and insert some clips for you guys. I was watching, I think, Ava's vlog.
3: We switched rooms, so we have the room connecting to, who is it? Ellie, Erin, Summer Summer and Kalani, we're all
0: sharing a room now. very excited. But Keisha used this opportunity to talk about the lack of diversity on YouTube, especially in this teen quirky vlogger kind of sphere, but also in Dote, because Dote kind of represents for that age group, like, the ultimate brand, deal, sponsorship, opportunity.
4: This brand just only sees one figure as beautiful. Like, excuse me? What about the size 16 models out there? Do better. It shouldn't be the same people. And the same body types being praised.
0: So as a lot of girls have explained in their videos, on one side of this house at Coachella, you find pretty much all of the white girls in various rooms. They've got bunk beds, like full-size bunk beds, and the rooms look really nice and fun. And then on the other side of the house, you find kind of these open living areas with couches turned into makeshift beds, specifically for all the girls of color. Clearly, this is a huge problem. The interesting thing is, even before Keisha made her video, even like last year, a couple of girls of color who had been on these dope trips had kind of alluded to the fact that there had been things kind of going down, there had been a bit of tea going on on these dope trips, but they had never said anything because they didn't wanna seem rude, they didn't wanna call anybody out, they didn't wanna make drama.
3: I didn't wanna be the problematic black girl and I didn't wanna be labeled as ungrateful. I didn't speak up because I was protecting a company that didn't care about. my well-being in the slightest.
0: So these girls stayed quiet, but now, since Keisha has made that video, a lot of other people who have gone to these trips are starting to speak out and make their own videos, as well as other viewers talking about the lack of diversity on YouTube and other issues involving race and representation.
3: I thought that I could be representation for black girls all over the world. But for me to feel like the token black girl on two trips in a row, it's dead. I don't want to do it
0: anymore. So I'm trying to include as many videos as possible, and I'll be linking those videos and channels down below, but if I miss anyone in this video, please leave it in the comments. I want to use this as an opportunity to promote all of these girls. All of their perspectives deserve to be heard. And this brings me to one of my biggest points of this video, is that I am so proud to see these girls speaking out about an issue that's serious. of people are scared about talking about anything even vaguely controversial on YouTube. So, to see these girls who are rather young, they're like 17, 18, 19. There was even a girl who's 12, I think. Speaking about this and speaking about their experiences and what it is like to be a person of color what it's like to feel everyday casual racism or feel discriminated against.
3: I have experienced racism since I was in pre-K. Girls didn't wanna play with me because of the color of my skin. I'm here to shed light on what it's like to be a woman of color in a white industry.
0: It is so cool to see people with large platforms and channels using that for good, using that as an opportunity to have an important conversation. And it's cool to see smaller channels who may not have that large of a platform, but still using platform that they have, that everybody has, for good. And I have been watching these videos as they've been unfolding over the past like week or so, and at first I didn't want to make a video about it because obviously I'm white. I have never experienced racism firsthand, so it's not like any of this is relevant to my personal opinions or experiences. But I think as an ally to people of color, it's important that white people speak out about it too. If you're silent about issues, especially racial issues, that makes you complicit. So in this video, I'm gonna use my platform to spread the voices of other girls, amplify the voices of people of color, you know, with my community here. Anyway, the latest person as of right now to post a video about their Coachella experience was Eris.
2: I truly believe this was not an intentional thing. A lot of the girls who are Caucasian are already friends and I'm pretty sure that the people in charge put them in those rooms together because they're friends. Where they made the mistake was because they know they had to diversify their brand I'm pretty sure that's why all of us girls of color were on that other side of the house. I truly believe this was an act of ignorance, we did not know, I don't think it was intentional at all.
0: This is something that really interests me. A couple of these girls have said that they don't think that this housing situation at Coachella was intentional. They don't think that Dote intentionally wanted to make them feel uncomfortable or unwelcome, but I think This housing situation was absolutely intentional. The excuse could be, oh, well this group of girls, the white girls were already friends, so it makes sense to put them together, but they were put together in better rooms, in the best rooms and beds of the house. The intent, is that you cannot rent a house knowing what this trip is, knowing exactly how many people are going and who's going. You can't rent a house without knowing exactly what the sleeping situation is like. How many rooms do you have? How many beds do you have? So don't knowingly, obviously, rented this house and decided that it was okay because they had this many rooms and beds over here for this group, and then they could try to bullshit some little sleeping situation over here for the girls of color. They knew what they were doing. And there were multiple assumptions made here. The first assumption would be, oh, if you put all the girls of color together, they'll be friends.
2: They thought we would be friends because of that. I don't become friends with people based on their race. I become friends with them based on their energy, based on their personality, based on who they are as a person, period.
0: The second kind of assumption was that it's okay for whatever reasons to give that group of girls lesser accommodations. Like imagine if we had seen all these vlogs and we saw Hannah Maloche and Ellie and Summer McKean put out in these living room couch situations, no. We just wouldn't see that. And is that because oh, maybe the girls with the most followings, the most popular girls, maybe they get the best rooms. No, that is not the way that you should do a trip. Even if that were their strategy, that would be so rude. I mean, it's obvious enough as a YouTube creator in a context with other creators, kind of what the hierarchy is. It's like natural for people to compare their follower counts and act like that has anything to do with how worthy you are of attention. But the girls of color have huge followings as well. So even if that were a valid reason, which it's not, That's not the reason. The thing is, if you know you don't have enough rooms or real beds for all the girls, and it comes down to it, you have to make decisions on who goes where, If it were just based on making sure everybody was in a room with their friends, why don't you put all the white girls, that big click into a big open space like the living room? Then they could all be together. Or maybe make sure everyone has at least one friend or one person that they know in their room. And then they'll have an opportunity to meet the other girls that they don't know yet. That actually would have been better because it would have prevented a lot of the clickiness. That was also another problem, especially for the girls of color who felt completely left out. I mean, any of us can relate to being in a Kind of situation where we like barely know anybody and then you've got this big clique who are best friends having a wonderful time and you're just like sick i'll wait till you know i can introduce myself or maybe someone will talk to me it's a terrible feeling and that's not even with the race element or the unequal housing situation element anyway back to my original point on this long tangent was it dotes intention to do this i don't think their intention was Let's be racist because we hate people of color. Let's make them feel uncomfortable. No, I don't think they're diabolical, but all of these choices that they made had thought behind it and they were okay with that. This oversight is just unacceptable and it is so disrespectful and you would have to be literally blindly ignorant to not be able to acknowledge what happened in this situation. Anyway, continuing on. In all these videos that are coming out from the different girls who have gone to these trips, they almost all have the same stories. On every trip, if women of color were invited, they were treated differently. On these trips, they have photographers who are there, again, for the purpose of taking as many pictures as possible so that the girls can post on social media, yada yada.
3: No one else wanted to take pictures of me, no one would even talk to me. No one is taking pictures of you on a trip that's for pictures you're gonna feel very uncomfortable. I already wasn't being talked to by the majority of the people on the trip, so when no one wanted to take pictures of me, I just felt like an outcast. So they put together a shoot for girls who weren't getting photographed on the beach. So I go to this photo shoot, right? So me and these girls just get clumped into a group and we get a few group shots and then the photographer goes down the line and just goes like this. He doesn't give us any direction. Um, he just takes the pictures. So at least I get some pictures, right? So at the end of the trip, we were sent folders on all the photos that we got, right? The photos that were taken on the beach um, They weren't even edited. They were literally discarded and no one even gave them to us So even that shoot on the beach, it didn't even matter. It's not about getting pictures in Fiji. It's about feeling unwelcome It's about feeling uncomfortable. It's about feeling like an outcast.
0: And again, if this was a trip where it was like, we're all dope girls, we're all friends, then everyone should be on an equal playing field. Everybody should be able to get in as many pictures as possible. The photographer should be giving time and attention to get bomb ass pictures of all the girls, not just, you know, these ones. Not only that, But if you're not getting pictures taken, you're not getting posted on Dote's Instagram, which again is another opportunity for promotion, to be able to grow your followers. So Dote's whole Instagram would be all of these girls, so many pictures of them, and then once in a while, they'd throw in a picture of one of the girls of color. Every
3: once in a while, like one of the black girls is in a picture with like five other white girls, and it's like, yay, equality, like no. The company had hundreds of photos to choose from with the other girls in them, and I'm sure it didn't matter that me and my roommate had about five of us because they can just sprinkle them in when they need to.
1: This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. ...diversity
3: on their Instagram.
0: Other than that, just in general, the girls have said that they just felt like literally the token black girl.
3: I don't want to support photographers that refer to us as black girls instead of getting to know our names. We were dancing and one goes, ooh, let me get the black girls on film dancing. They know everybody else's name, but they don't know our name.
0: These girls of color felt like a minority, even in a situation that was supposed to be a fun, inclusive, amazing trip. They felt uncomfortable, they felt unwanted. And again, so much of that is due to the organization of DOT, of this company who sent them on this trip. By the way, Eris seems to be the only girl of color who's spoken out who felt like she wasn't put in a bad position. She didn't have anything really super bad to say about her experiences.
2: Personally, I already knew a lot of people that were gonna be there, so I felt comfortable. I was like, okay, this is cool. I was just in Tennessee with my girls and it was great.
0: So maybe she did have a better experience because she was kind of let into that clique, that group, the main group. And I'm glad that she hadn't experienced more of the negative things that a lot of the other girls did. So it's valid for her to say her opinion and her experience and that she, generally hasn't had a bad time. She's lucky. But a lot of those other girls of color were not that lucky. Next, I wanna get into why a lot of these girls did not speak out until now. Again, some of them went on trips as long ago as like last summer, and there's a common thread of them not wanting to speak out for certain reasons. The first thing would be they just didn't wanna seem dramatic. They didn't wanna make it seem like they had a problem with the other girls, so they just decided to stay silent. Also, they were grateful for the opportunity to go on a fully paid for trip, and they didn't wanna seem ungrateful. And the last thing is they were scared about speaking out against this company and the way that they were treated because they liked this company. They wanted to be able to potentially work with them again. They could potentially be blacklisted from the company if they come out and basically say, hey, DOTE's situation is a bit racist, or at the least they discriminate against girls of color or only use them when it's convenient for them as like a bit of diversity. There are other viewers who have not been Dote girls, but as I said, like this age group, like teenage girls, Because this company has positioned itself as this dreamy, elite kind of club, a lot of girls and small creators, they want to, they wanted to, be a part of this someday.
1: But like, I don't want to make a video that's negative about this brand and have them not want to work with me maybe in like three years. But at the same time, why would I want to work with a brand that's like this? I
0: don't know. So even though they did see these diversity issues and felt a little bit uncomfortable about it, they were scared to speak out about it because it would ruin their chances of ever possibly being a Dope girl themselves. But I'm really glad now that people are putting that away and that they don't respect the company enough to wanna work with them anyway, but they would rather take this opportunity and talk about the situation. We're far in, but we're gonna keep going. Let's talk about Dote's lack of diversity. I don't follow any of these girls specifically, but they pop up on my explore page a lot. So I'd go and I'd be lurking, and I go to Dote's page, and you definitely used to see a lot of the same, their clear favorite girls from their main Dote squad. And again, a lot of them, the vast majority of them, are white, and all the same very thin photogenic type of girls. As I mentioned before, the girls of color were occasionally featured. It was as if, you know, every six pictures we gotta throw in one picture with a black girl or with an Asian girl that we invited on a trip. You can tell just by visually looking at their feed that they would just throw in a little bit of color. By the way, another huge, huge lack of diversity is their lack of size inclusivity, truly only very, very thin girls. It reminds me of Brandy Melville. I don't know if Brandy is still like this on their Instagram, but clearly their clothes, one size fits, tiny. It's like to be a Dote girl or to be a Brandy Melville model or whatever, you have to fit this very specific mold and that is a thin mold and mostly white mold. So Dote came out with a response and here's the screenshot. There is no excuse for anyone in our community to feel excluded or undervalued. We're devastated to hear that girls on one of our trips, one of your trips, any of your trips that involved girls of color to be honest, felt that they were treated differently because of their race. We did not and would never intentionally group girls together based on any racial characteristics. That's not true, you literally did. So that's their apology from their founder, which clearly people did not accept as enough. Then they have the audacity to start posting these pictures to their feed saying, this is what dote looks like. And I had to laugh because the dote feed has never looked like that. In all the times that I've looked at their page, seen the girls that they were promoting, seen the pictures from the trips that they've taken, it's never looked like this. These are never before seen, never before posted pictures with yes, very diverse groups of girls. Also, I don't know for sure because they don't have screenshots of their their old feed, but it looks like they've gone through and deleted like a ton of their pictures, because there's nothing from like any of the recent trips or Coachella or anything. But in deleting all of the basically overwhelming whiteness from their feed, it makes their feed overall over the past year or so look pretty diverse, but that's not the way it's always been. This is being altered as we speak as damage control for their company, for their image. It's a serious accusation for people to think that your company is racist or promotes segregation or discrimination in any way against the girls that you invite to your trips for token diversity. I'm like, hmm, where did the pictures of Emma Chamberlain or Hannah Maloche or Ellie because there used to be thousands of them. And by the way, I'm gonna talk about those girls and how they've responded to this situation later in the video. But anyway, who is this diverse group of dote girls? A YouTuber named Nermit made a video about her experience being invited on a dote trip. Basically, there was like a contest for dote to invite smaller influencers or dote users on this trip to Texas, which, okay. Snow Fiji, but we'll take it. Which also clearly is another marketing strategy. They know that their community would die to be a dope girl and would love to be invited on an all expense paid trip. So clearly that's gonna generate more people joining the app and entering the contest.
1: They hosted our trip to give smaller influencers a voice and they hired professional photographers. We were so excited to be You know, considered for this opportunity to really advance our growth and showcase that, you know, like, people who are not necessarily famous and popular can also have a voice. Like, you start from somewhere and you grow. They never posted any of our photos. Like, and her photos were cute, guys! It seemed like as if we weren't popular enough to actually get onto their Instagram. Like, you know, yeah, they took us along for the trip so we could experience the dope girl for a day, but then they didn't actually wanna post any photos of us because we didn't represent their brand correctly or whatnot. That was a perfect opportunity for them to take into their hands, especially since they hosted the campaign. They had the idea of giving smaller influencers a voice and they didn't even like go through with it. So I don't even understand that to be honest. It's just whack. (laughs) Dote did not post anything from that Texas trip to their
0: feed. Until now. And again, these girls expected to get a little bit of promotion. Again, they were excited to go on the trip, they were grateful to be chosen, but to go and have all these pictures taken of you, and then the brand doesn't even post one, it's just kind of confusing, right? Like, why aren't these girls, who won this contest or whatever, why aren't they good enough for your feed, dote? But hey, they're good enough now, now that you have to prove that you apparently support some kind of inclusion and diversity. It's so gross that they're literally weaponizing these girls who went on a trip months ago and heard nothing. Suddenly now they get to be the face of Dote's diversity. It's like, mm mm-mm. As Kiana said.
3: Diversity is not throwing one black girl among a whole bunch of white ones and being like, Hey, we're diverse! They decided that this meant that they would have a diversity trip where they'd take a huge group of girls of color and take them to New York because that's diversity, right? Sorry, but that's not how it works. You can't just send a whole bunch of minorities somewhere and call yourself diverse. When I went
2: on that New York trip, it was all girls of color, majority black girls, and there was one girl who was Asian, I believe. It still looks segregated that way just because there weren't any white people on that trip and it wasn't like a blended situation, it still looks segregated.
0: It's not about using the few girls that you've included to make yourselves look better, to make your company look more inclusive, no. So continuing on, how are the main white, dope girls responding to this. I've seen some people kind of get mad at these girls and assume that they must be racist in some way for not speaking out against this or something. And I'm definitely not gonna say that any of these girls are racist. I don't like to throw out that accusation blindly. These girls were not the ones in charge of creating these trips and organizing the rooms and all of that. But anyway, a couple of them have put out tweets about the situation. Ellie said, in regards to what happened at Coachella, my heart truly breaks. I'm sorry for not speaking up or being more aware of how others were feeling. This has been a huge learning lesson for all and I hope change will be made." Hannah Malosh said, "'To those of you wondering about the Coachella situation, I'm talking to everyone involved. If you know me, you know I would never want anyone to feel left out or uncomfortable ever. It hurts to know that some people felt this way and that's not right.'" Here's the thing, I always feel conflicted about when people feel obligated to address a situation and they come out with a tweet or a video because it never quite feels Right, and I don't know if there's a right way that they could have addressed this, but at least mentioning racism or segregation or any of those terms, discrimination, these tweets are completely absent of that. It just says, Coachella situation, sorry if you felt uncomfortable. Again, it's not on these girls, shoulders to fix the situation, it wasn't their fault. Again, it's kind of a bit of a controversial thing to talk about, anything even related to race suddenly is controversial somehow. So I get why they're trying to kind of take a safe path. Plus they might have contracts with Dote, I'm sure they do, to where they're not allowed to say anything like super bad about the company, but I don't know, just guessing. Anyway, these girls are not the problem, but I would say what they are guilty of is clickiness and kind of sticking with themselves which is natural, most people do it. If you're in a group of people that you know, you're gonna stick with them. If they're your close friends, you're gonna stick with them. But as somebody pointed out, their ignorance of the situation, not really realizing what was going on, as this tweet says, dope girl saying, oh my God, I didn't realize what was happening. Yes, honey, that's how privilege works. It's true, it's true. I'm white, I have white privilege. I have to actively remind myself to be considerate of how other people might be feeling because their experiences are different than mine.
2: When it comes down to racism, a lot of white people do not see their privilege and they do not see the problem because they have never experienced the problem.
0: So what I assume is these girls were just, guilty of being ignorant to the situations of others. And yeah, they probably weren't too open to trying to get new friends because they already had a group of friends on these trips. I think so far, Hannah and Ellie, maybe some of the other girls I haven't seen their posts, they've said that they do not wanna work with the company anymore, they won't. So that's good. But again, they did benefit from this situation. They hugely benefited collectively from being part of this main dote clique. click, not to mention like the actual benefits of going on all these trips. But again, they were very privileged to be able to be on these trips and not realize what was going on with the other girls, the girls of color. I hope in future situations where these girls are in other scenarios with other girls or creators, I hope that they take this as a lesson to learn to not be so clicky. Again, it's natural to hang out with your friends, but like go out of your way to meet some new people. If you see people kind of hanging out by themselves, say hello, invite them in, befriend them, take some cute pics together. Not for the sake of diversity, but because friendship and I don't know. Cause Dote is not the only company or app or whatever that is guilty of allowing this kind of situation to take place. It happens all the time. Sometimes it's based on race. Sometimes it's based on follower count. You know, every time I've gone to VidCon and somehow got my way into one of those like exclusive parties. So many people in there will only talk to you after they ask how many followers you have and decide that that number is worth spending a moment with you. People are truly that brutal. And as for dotes future, please stop with these bullshit disingenuous diversity posts. It's so, so cringy and actually disrespectful. Stop using these girls to prove anything. You need to prove yourself with your actions not some Instagram posts that you're posting now that it's convenient and necessary to save your ass. A good thing is, Dote's followers and past Dote girls have told them many, many, many ways that they can improve. If you go on any of their posts now, people are commenting endlessly suggestions on how Dote can do better.
3: Companies need to realize that different girls need different things. In order to do that, they need a diverse team. So they need a woman of color on the team who is like, you know what? Maybe we should hire photographers who know how to edit black girls, or maybe we should hire black photographers or maybe we should hire a black hairstylist someone who knows how to do curly hair and straight hair but most of the time companies don't have someone diverse on their team so they don't know how to do diversity we gave them points on how to change their company we literally said to them you need girls of different colors you need girls of different follower counts you need girls of different sizes Please?
0: The people who follow Dote on Instagram or use their app are far from being all white or all thin and Dote needs to respect them and listen to them all equally. I hope that somehow they learn and not just for the sake of damage control or for good PR, getting a pat on the back for inviting more diverse girls. I don't know, well now everything that they post, you have to kind of doubt their intentions because they clearly have now a self-preserving necessity to try to clean this up and make the situation better. Okay, I'm exhausted and I can hear my heaters now starting, so that's good timing. I hope you guys enjoyed this video. Again, please check out the other girls' videos. They are all so well-spoken and again, I am so, proud of them for using their platforms and their voices to talk about serious issues. I love, love to see YouTubers break out of, you know, the usual mold when it's important and when you need to. And these are the most valuable kind of videos that we can hear and the followers and the viewers of these girls can gain so much from hearing people that they idolize or look up to talk about these issues. Okay, I'm tired. Thank you guys for watching. If you'd like to follow me on Instagram for some mediocre pics, Hit me up! And stay tuned for a future internet analysis video. Okay, thanks, bye!